0: No, no. seriously, are there any other kids? You're more than welcome to come up. We're going to read this story, Little Blue Truck. Has anybody ever read this before? Yes. I read it most nights at 7.39 p.m. Um, and so sometimes I get a little, a little nervous, though, because some of you guys have heard me read this, and so now the expectations are like, okay. He's gonna do some some animal voices, maybe. But sometimes I like to change it up. There's a lot. There's a lot. Okay, wow. Yeah, come on, squeeze on in, everybody. All right. So this is Little Blue Truck by Alice Shirtle, illustrated by Jill McElmory. Okay? Horn went beep, engine purred. Friendliest sounds you ever heard. (gasps) Little blue truck came down the road. Beep, said blue to a big green toad. Toad said, broke, and winked an eye when little blue truck went rolling by. Rolling, 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 rolling. Well, okay. Sheep said, bah, cow said, moo, said a piggy, beep, said blue, hey, cluck, said a chicken, and her chick said, beep, ma, said a goat, blue said, beep, nay, said a horse, quack, said a duck. Beep, said the friendly little blue truck. This is where the plot thickens. Honk, yelled a dump truck. Coming through, I've got big important things to do. I haven't got time to pass the day with every duck along the way. You see the duck? He's he's jumping out of the way. Room went the dump around a curve. He saw a puddle, and he tried to swerve. Into the mud rolled the big, fat truck, and his big, important wheels got stuck. Oh, no. His heavy-duty dump truck tires were sunk down deep in muck and mire. Honk, cried the dump, and he sounded scared, but nobody heard or Nobody cared. Then into the mud, boom, 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 came the little blue truck to help the dump. Little blue pushed with all his might. Now blue and the dump were both stuck tight. Help, 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 cried the little blue truck. Beep, beep, beep. I'm stuck. I'm stuck. Everybody heard that beep, beep, beep. The cow came running with the pig and the sheep. Up at a gallop ran the big brown horse. Goat jumped over the fence, of course. The hen came flapping and with the chick and the duck, and everybody pushed the little blue truck. head to head and rump to rump. They all pushed Blue, who then pushed the dump. They couldn't, they couldn't quite budge that heavy load. Then who jumped up but the big green toad broke. Can you see him flexing his muscles? Yeah. All together, one, two, three. Let's try that again. I'm going to say all together, and everybody count with me. Ready? All together. One, two, three. One last push, and the trucks were free. Woo! Yeah! Thanks, little brother, said Dump to Blue. You helped me, and they helped you. Now I see a lot depends on a helping hand. From a few good friends. Beep," said Blue. "Who wants to ride?" Everybody scrambled to jump inside. Oh. Quack. Ba. Moo. Mm. Cluck. Beep. Nay. Ma. Mm. Everybody and together. Beep. 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 And woo. Awesome. You guys can go be seated. Thank you.
1: All right. Who would like Lucas to come to your house at 739 every night and do a bedtime story, yeah? <clears throat> Our scripture today is from Luke chapter ten, starting in verse twenty-five. On one occasion, an expert in the law stood up to test Jesus. "'Teacher,' he asked. "'What must I do to inherit eternal life?' "'What is written in the law,' Jesus replied. "'How do you read it?' The lawyer answered, "'Love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul and with all your strength and with all your mind, and love your neighbor as yourself.' "'You have answered correctly,' Jesus replied. "'Do this and you will live.' Look after him, he said, and when I return, I will reimburse you for any extra expense you may have. Which of these three do you think was a neighbor to the man who fell into the hands of the robbers? The expert in the law replied, the one who had mercy on him. Jesus told him, go and do likewise. Let me invite Keegan forward for the first part of our message. (laughs)
2: Hi, <laughs> um, I'm Keegan Michelli, and I'm in eighth grade. Uh, I go to Schmucker Middle School, I'm at Firehouse right now, but I was on the praise team for a while. A lot of you probably know me as the baby of the Michele's, or just one of the Michele's. Um, So what is kindness? According to the Webster dictionary, kindness is the quality of being friendly, generous, and considerate. So why does it feel so hard and challenging to be any of those? Um, In our world today, I think there are a lot of reasons people would give for not being kind. Um, We are too focused on ourselves and what is going to happen in our lives instead of looking around at others. Um, We're too busy. Um, We don't want to stop what we're doing to do anything out of the way. We all focus on ourselves a lot. We pass by people on the street, in the halls at our schools, even people in our homes who might be needing help. Um, Why do we pass by then? Why don't we just stop to help them? Is it because we're too busy or we just don't care enough to stop and help them? Sometimes it's as simple as helping someone with a locker. Since I'm in middle school, I see a lot of students struggling to open up the lockers, and as an eighth grader, I sometimes even have trouble opening mine up. I admit, I don't always stop to help someone opening their locker. I always say, I need to get to class, or I think I'm too good to be helping them. I think I'm too cool to even help kids in my grade open up a locker. Um, My dad has always said to me, just giving someone a simple smile will help someone stay. I hear from others, helping someone makes me feel better about myself. When I was a little, kid, I asked my mom if we could help people somehow. So she found a program at a church called Pack Away Hunger. It was a really good experience and I loved it. As a little kid, I could simply scoop little scoops of food into the bag and helping others. It was a neat experience that our whole family could enjoy and we got to help people in our community and beyond. It was one Saturday out of the year, I got to meet new people too. Last summer, was a time where I grew out of my comfort zone and I grew to help people more and not to be scared to talk to someone or help someone that I didn't know when I saw them struggling. Even with my siblings, I've grown to help them more with stuff when I see them struggling and it seems that the more I help them, the more they helped me. Helping family and friends is easy. You already know them. What about the people that we don't know though? Why do we struggle to help them so much? Maybe because we don't know them, maybe we struggle because we're too busy, maybe because we're too scared and we don't know what's going to happen to us because of the way they look. Do they look intimidating? Do they look different? I like to feel I do my best to help people. I know I need to do better. I need to reach out to more people. That is what the series is all about, right? being kind to others. So let's be kind. Imagine if Jesus didn't teach his disciples how to be kind and love everyone. Imagine if the disciples didn't continue to teach after Jesus died. Imagine if no one ever helped you. We all have received help in one way or another. I know I have. So instead of sharing the ways that I think, I have people, let's do this. I promise to those here in the church I would do my absolute best to help one person one person starting today and for the next seven days. Um, I ask that you silently promise the same thing. Do it as a family. Do it as a family, help a stranger, but when you do, don't tell anyone. The person you help knows and God knows all. <laughs> okay, thank you.
3: <laughs> So my name is Madeline Brennan, as I have been introduced already. Um, So first of all, I love the little blue truck in the story that Lucas read. His cheery attitude, unconditional friendliness, and desire to help others was amazing to hear about. It at least makes me want to be more like him and to be a better neighbor to the people around me. And the story of the little blue truck was also somewhat analogous to the story of the Good Samaritan in the Bible. In that story, the priest and the Levite, people who claimed to believe in helping others, passed by without regard. Surely, this made the suffering man feel offended, unimportant, and abandoned. But the Samaritan was the one to help. The one who did not rank as highly in society for his beliefs was the one who gave everything he could to save the man on the roadside. Jesus told this story to teach what it means to be a neighbor. It doesn't mean only helping those who deserve assistance or only caring for those that are close to us. Instead, to be a neighbor is to help someone in need no matter the circumstance. In Little Blue Truck, the dump truck is offensive and frustrating to those that he passes by. When he is in need, all of the animals that he irritated do not feel he deserves their help. But the good little blue truck tries to be a good neighbor despite the dump truck's annoying attitude. Even though the little blue truck couldn't help the dump truck on his own, he sacrificed himself to try and help the big truck. This is similar to how Jesus sacrificed his life for us by dying on the cross. Not a single one of us, including myself, deserved to be saved by Jesus, but he gave his life anyway to save us from our sins so that we may have an eternal and unfathomably wonderful life with God in heaven. Jesus did not pass us by, but rather helped us in our most desperate need. But our needs don't always have to be that dire for God to help us. He is willing and wants to help with even the smallest and seemingly most insignificant things. All he is waiting for is for you to accept his help. In my experience, I know that it is definitely a struggle to give my difficulties up to God. Although I would not say I am the type of person who likes to control others, I most definitely like to be in control of my own life, as I'm sure many of you like to be in control of your lives, too. However, I have taken notice that when I give my worries and stress and struggles to God for him to handle and guide me through, it is far easier to manage than just trying to make it through on my own. I am nowhere near close to someone who always lets God take the lead, but I want to get better about it, and I hope that you may try too, because it is definitely freeing to let God take the driver's seat in our lives. Going back to the story of Little Blue Truck, if it had been told from the Big Yellow Dump Truck's perspective, the message could have been even more impactful. The dump truck was clearly not very friendly, and maybe he would say something about how everyone was in his way. Regardless, he would not treat the characters he came into contact with in a kind mannerism. But then he would get stuck in the mud. If the story continues as it did from the other perspective, the dump truck would still receive help from the little blue truck, and eventually the other animals would assist too. The big yellow dump truck could realize even more meaningfully that those that he had treated unkindly and unfairly were the ones who sacrificed themselves to rescue him in the end. Even though the animals and the little blue truck did that for the dump truck, and people in our lives give what they have to help us, it can still sometimes feel like people don't care enough to help you. Some may even be hypocritical and preach how they will always help others, but their actions don't follow their words. That can make us feel frustrated, offended, and even abandoned, but this is one of the consequences of being human. We are all sinful and are guilty of not helping those in need that we can care for. But God is perfect and he never leaves us alone. He is always there to help us, guide us, and carry us when we can't handle life on our own. And God never turns away from us or thinks we aren't worth worth helping or saving. Instead, he actually pursues us and goes out of his way to carry us through the good and the bad. Although we sometimes feel as though we've been forgotten by others or that no one cares about us or our situation, God will also often put people in our lives that do care and that support us and our needs. And even if you don't receive help from other people, whether it be friends, family, whoever, God is always reaching out to guide you and he always cares. Jesus told us the story of the Good Samaritan to teach us that we should help those in need without expecting something to be done for us in return. It shouldn't matter what the circumstances, the social level of the person, or what religion the person in need holds, if they have one at all. God wants us to treat each other like brothers and sisters and help each other when we are feeling alone or in need. However, we often make excuses about why we can't help certain people. We don't have the time, we don't think we know how to help, someone else will or can do it, or the person in need doesn't actually deserve our help. But God wants us to give our best to assist others. And when we help those in need in a Christ-centered manner, we are representing his love for others and glorifying him. We are called to draw near to those that need help, and we should do it in a way that always points others to Jesus' kindness and unconditional care. And when helping others, you don't necessarily have to do something extravagant to show your care for someone, or assist the very neediest people of the world. Although these things are great to do, and you can still represent God's love in simpler ways, Wait, I read that wrong. Sorry. <laughs> Although these things are great to do, you can still represent God's love to others in simpler ways. Even something as simple as smiling and saying thank you to a cashier can be enough to relieve them a little and help their day go better. Helping others could also even just mean praying for them and asking God to help them through their situation or asking God how, to show you how you can assist them. So don't let the reason for not helping others be that what you do counts as help only when you do the greatest thing. You can help even in the little things. In conclusion, both the story of the little blue truck and the good Samaritan are meant to teach us about helping others. We should help others willingly, humbly, intentionally, and if necessary, sacrificially. God wants us to be kind and helpful to our neighbors, and neighbors meaning more than the people next door. When we love others and show them kindness and sacrifice to help them, we are doing it in a way that shows God's grace through us. And although there may be times when you don't receive help or you feel alone, remember that God will never abandon you. is always pursuing you and guiding you, even when you can't see it. And although people may not stop to aid us, Jesus will not pass us by, whatever the cost. So I hope that these stories will resonate with you and you will help your neighbors however you can when they are in need, just as Jesus has shown us that he will help us no matter what. Thank you.